It's a beautiful sunny day and Marisa Rosales is driving down the street in National City, California. Her 10-year-old son, Larry, is in the passenger seat. He's excited because Marisa has installed a PlayStation inside the car. And she's thrilled because cruising is one of her favorite activities in the world. Cuando manejo mi carro, me olvido del estrés y de todos mis problemas. No pienso en nada más. But Marisa and Larry aren't just cruising in any vehicle. They're in a lowrider that she designed and customized herself. Es un modelo El Camino 1967. Es blanco y tiene pinstriping, café y color crema. También tiene murales de dos mujeres en la puerta trasera. Una está llorando y la otra está sonriendo. Este carro se llama Tracks of My Tears, es decir, las huellas de mis lágrimas. Marisa is a mechanic and a proud member of the lowrider community. Lowriders are customized cars with a lowered body, and they're usually painted with designs that are meaningful to their owners. For Marisa, cruising in her lowrider is much more than just a fun weekend activity. It's what makes her feel most at home. Pertenezco a una comunidad. Pertenezco a algo. Es como una familia para mí. De niña, no me sentía parte de una familia. Pero los lowriders me dieron una. Bienvenidos and welcome to the Duolingo Spanish podcast. I'm Martina Castro. This season, we're taking you on a special journey across the Spanish-speaking world. From Spain to the Americas, a new generation of Spanish speakers is working to keep important cultural traditions alive with a contemporary twist. In today's episode, we're traveling just south of my home here in Los Angeles to National City, which is part of San Diego's metropolitan area. As always, the storyteller will be using intermediate Spanish, and I'll be chiming in for context in English. If you miss something, you can always skip back and listen again. We also offer full transcripts at podcast.duolingo.com. And just a quick note before we dive in, Marisa is a native Spanish speaker, but as with many American Spanish speakers, she uses a lot of words that are transliterations from English, like yarda for yard and rines for rims. Cars have been a part of Marisa's life for as long as she can remember. She was born in Los Angeles in the 70s, but she spent the first seven years of her life in Tijuana, Mexico. Her parents owned a vecindad, a group of buildings all on the same plot of land. Mis papás tenían una vecindad en Tijuana. De un lado, teníamos un taller de carrocería. Y en el otro lado, teníamos un taller de mecánica. Marisa loved being so close to a body shop, or taller de carrocería, and a mechanic shop, or taller de mecánica. A mí me encantaba estar ahí y mirar a la gente trabajar. But sometimes watching other people fix cars wasn't enough. For Marisa, it was even more exciting to go to the carrocería and pretend to drive them herself. 
tenían una yarda donde había carros estacionados. Yo iba para allá y me sentaba adentro de los carros a jugar. Pasaba mucho tiempo ahí imaginando que estaba manejando hasta que me encontraban. Entonces salía corriendo de regreso a la propiedad de mis papás. Marisa didn't just like the thrill of pretending she was driving the cars. She really just genuinely loved cars. Me gusta todo de los carros, sobre todo el sonido del motor. Me gustan más los carros viejos y me gusta su estilo. Si miras un carro, a veces parece que tiene una cara y que está sonriendo. Cuando era niña, yo jugaba mucho con los carritos de juguete Tonka y los Hot Wheels en el patio de la vecindad. When Marisa was playing with her Hot Wheels, she imagined they were beautifully painted classic cars. She saw cruising through her neighborhood with their fancy fenders, or guardafangos. Recuerdo que me gustaban mucho los carros con luces dentro de los guardafangos que iluminaban los neumáticos. También me gustaban los carros que tenían diamantes en la ventana trasera. At the time, she didn't realize there was a term for what she was seeing, lowriders. There's no strict definition of what constitutes a lowrider, but they're usually older cars with stylish paint jobs and flashy rims. Normalmente, los carros lowrider se caracterizan porque tienen pintura personalizada y están suspendidos. Están modificados con sistemas hidráulicos o con bolsas de aire o con las dos cosas. Los rines también son únicos. Los lowriders se caracterizan por murales y diseños únicos en las ventanas. Lowriders are a fixture in movies and TV about Mexican-American culture in Southern California. Marisa thinks lowrider culture is an extension of how Mexicans relate to their cars. En muchos libros o revistas se pueden ver fotos viejas de los abuelitos y los papás con sus carros. La verdad es que no sé de dónde viene esa tradición. Pero aunque la familia solo tenga Un carrito viejo, siempre hay que tomarse fotos con él. Journalists and historians also trace the roots of lowriders back to the car culture that developed in the U.S. after World War II, when hot rodding and demolition derbies became popular. Lowriding developed as a niche subculture among Mexican-American youth in Southern California. It hit peak popularity in the 70s as a way to socialize and be seen in the community. Manejamos los carros bajito y despacito, o low and slow, que todos te puedan ver, y así compartimos nuestro arte y nuestra cultura. As a kid in Tijuana, Marisa saw lowriders going low and slow all the time. But it would be a long time before she would be able to do so herself. When she was seven, Marisa's parents told her she'd be moving to Imperial Beach in San Diego County to live with her aunt indefinitely. Un día, de repente, me llevaron para allá. Empacaron mis cosas y me dijeron 
que me iba a quedar con mi tía. Fue un shock. Mis padres pensaron que tendría una mejor educación en los Estados Unidos. No pude despedirme de mis amigos, de mi escuela, de nadie. Fue muy triste para mí. Adjusting to life in Imperial Beach was hard. Marisa didn't feel welcome at her aunt's house. The only thing that felt kind of familiar was the fact that she could still speak Spanish with her aunt and cousins. Al principio, yo dormía en un sofá en la sala. Viví muchas noches tristes. A veces lloraba y lloraba hasta que me quedaba dormida. School was also really difficult for Marisa. She was set back two grades because she didn't speak English yet. Cuando me llevaron al salón del kinder, yo era mucho más grande que todos los niños ahí, porque yo debía estar en el segundo grado. But Marisa did the best she could to adjust, and it helped that some of the friends she eventually made were bilingual, just like her. Yo solo les copiaba a los otros niños, y con el tiempo aprendí inglés y me adapté. For the next 10 years, Marisa visited her family in Tijuana most weekends and holidays, but that didn't make it any less difficult, especially since she continued to feel unwelcome in her aunt's house. Mi tía no era una señora muy simpática. Era una persona muy fría y la relación con ella siempre fue así. When Marisa came home from school on her 18th birthday, instead of throwing her a party, her aunt had a different surprise. She was kicking Marisa out. Yo cumplí 18 años cuando estaba en el grado 12. Ese día, cuando llegué a la casa, mi tía me dijo, ya tienes 18 años, ya eres adulta, ya no eres mi responsabilidad. Toma tus cosas y te vas. Así que busqué una bolsa de basura, metí mi ropa y me fui. Moving back to Tijuana was not an option for Marisa. It didn't feel like home anymore. So she ended up staying with a friend's family in Imperial Beach. But with all the changes in her life, she couldn't keep up with school, and she dropped out. Not long after, she found out she was pregnant. But she knew she wanted to finish her education. Cuando quedé embarazada, Pedí asistencia pública y logré obtener un apartamento. Cuando mi hijo tenía dos meses, el servicio de asistencia pública me preguntó si estaba interesada en un programa especial. Ellos le pagaban a una niñera para que cuidara a mi hijo. Y así yo podía terminar la escuela y estudiar una carrera. Yo acepté. Marisa decided to study the thing she had always loved most, cars. Terminé mi año de preparatoria y al mismo tiempo me inscribí en una clase de mecánica. El programa duraba dos años. Me gustó mucho el trabajo y mis compañeros. Ellos eran muy amables conmigo porque yo era la única muchacha en el programa. During her studies, Marisa became more involved in Southern California's car culture. It was the late 80s, and street racing was super popular. Me gustaban los carros que se llaman hot rods. 
unos carritos pequeños conocidos como B2000 y también los mini trucks. She even began modifying some cars in her school's shop. Allí fue donde empecé a trabajar más en carros. Mi profesor me dejaba usar todas las herramientas y entonces yo podía hacer otros trabajitos personales. Él me ayudaba mucho cuando yo iba a buscar partes usadas de carros. Trabajaba en el taller de la escuela para ganar dinero y usaba ese dinero para invertir en los carros que modificaba. Eventually, Marisa began going to meetups for hot rod enthusiasts. You know, cars in movies like Grease and American Graffiti. Los hot rods son parecidos a los lowriders porque ambos son carros antiguos modificados por sus dueños. Pero hay diferencias importantes. La frase que representa a los lowriders es bajito y despacito. Pero la que define a la cultura de los hot rods es rápido y ruidoso. Otra diferencia es que los hot rods tienen un diseño un poco más tradicional. Normalmente son de un solo color y tienen menos decoraciones extravagantes. The events were fun, but Marisa didn't really see them as a source of community. Then she got reintroduced to lowriders through a new boyfriend. Yo me separé del papá de mi hijo y luego conocí a otro hombre. Cuando se enteró de mi profesión, me llevó a un show de lowriders. Marisa will never forget arriving at the car show and seeing the most beautiful lowrider she had ever seen. It had a type of metallic paint known as candy, which has small flakes that sparkle. Me acuerdo que vi un impala verde con un tipo de pintura que se conoce como candy, con mucho flake. El flake brilla como diamantes bajo el sol. Ese fue el carro que más me llamó la atención ese día. Marisa felt the car wasn't just a form of self-expression for the owner. It was also a form of cultural expression. El lowrider es como una extensión de su dueño. La gente se expresa a través de ellos. Unos tienen murales de los aztecas porque los dueños están muy orgullosos de eso. Algunos tienen murales de sus hijos, otros de sus papás y otros usan sus colores favoritos. Es su manera de decirle algo a la persona que está admirando el carro. Era otro mundo. Me encantó ver cómo los murales personalizaban los carros. Dije, esta es mi cultura. The cars were amazing and so was the community. En los eventos de los hot rods hay mucha gente blanca, muy agradable, pero en la exhibición de los lowriders estaba mi gente. Allí iban niños con sus bicicletas y la gente llevaba a sus esposas y sus mamás. Era un ambiente muy familiar.
It wasn't too long before Marisa got her first lowrider, the white 67 El Camino that she would take her son Larry cruising in, driving just to drive. Larry y yo ya nos habíamos mudado a National City, a 10 millas al norte de Imperial Beach. Y allí es donde seguimos viviendo. Cuando empecé a hacer lowriding a principios de los años 90, Hacíamos cruising en National City. Todos los amigos de mi hijo decían que yo era una mamá muy genial, porque además de tener un lowrider, le había instalado un sistema de videojuegos para mi hijo en el asiento del pasajero. Not only did she install a video game console for Larry, she also made sure he felt special and included at car shows with his own kind of lowrider, a lowrider bicycle. Le construí una bicicleta a Larry cuando era pequeño. Él también tenía su vehículo lowrider. Íbamos a los shows de carros juntos, él con su bicicleta y yo con mi carro. While Marisa cruised around in her El Camino, her boyfriend also decided to buy a car to fix up. A 1949 Hudson Brougham. As it turned out, the junkyard his car came from was particularly significant for Marisa. It was located in San Isidro, a border town that Marisa and her aunt would drive through often. Cuando era niña, recuerdo que siempre miraba una casa en San Isidro que tenía una yarda con muchos carros. Cada vez que pasábamos por ahí, yo miraba y miraba los carros. Y este carro salió de esa yarda. Marisa and her boyfriend began working on the car together, but not too long afterwards, he got sick, really sick, and he passed away. Marisa was devastated. She had imagined a whole future with him. She decided she would keep her boyfriend's legacy alive by continuing to work on the car in his honor. Me quedé con el carro y lo reconstruí en honor a mi novio. Rebuilding the car that her boyfriend had bought was not an inexpensive or easy task. It cost Marisa thousands of dollars, and it took years. But it was worth it. The car was, and is, beautiful. One of Marisa's favorite aspects of it is its flake. El carro es rojo, con el flake que brilla en el sol. Y tiene patrones en el techo y a los lados. Tiene pinstriping y leafing, que es plata en la pintura. El motor está modificado y los hidráulicos son de primera generación. The car was a hit in the Southern California lowrider community, and people noticed when Marisa cruised down Highland Avenue. Hasta personas de Los Ángeles reconocían el carro. No solo lo veían cuando hacíamos cruising, sino también en los shows, donde ese carro casi siempre ganaba el primer lugar. Unfortunately, Marisa's days of properly cruising were cut short when National City outlawed cruising. The municipal government said that lowriding was attracting gangs, or pandillas. Hubo mucha violencia entre las pandillas en los 80 y los 90. La policía y la ciudad sabían que los lowriders no causaban problemas. Era la gente 
que venía a ver a los carros y que muchas veces ni siquiera era de la zona. Para ellos, la única solución al problema fue hacer del cruising algo ilegal. The ban technically went into effect in 1992, although people kept cruising into the late 90s until the police really cracked down. It was devastating for the lowrider community. Cruising was their way of spending time together, sharing their works of art and their culture. Muchas personas de la comunidad lowrider sienten que esta ley es racista y en contra de los latinos. Al principio, mucha gente protestó. Cuando eso no funcionó, trataron de hablar con la policía, pero nada de eso cambió la opinión de las autoridades. Marisa felt particularly sad for younger members of the lowrider community who had barely had time to start cruising before the laws went into effect. Los jóvenes de ahora no tuvieron la experiencia de hacer cruising en el bulevar porque ya era ilegal. Ellos solo pueden ver a los lowriders en los shows. Y los que quieren ser parte de la comunidad construyen sus carros sobre todo para las competencias. Outside of cruising, car shows are the biggest way people show off their lowriders. En los shows no solo puedes ver cientos de lowriders personalizados, sino que también hay eventos familiares con conciertos camiones de comida y zonas de diversión para los niños. But while Marisa thinks car shows are a great way to be part of the lowrider culture, she still wants newer members of the community to experience the joy of cruising. So she's been advocating to repeal the anti-cruising law. And in the meantime, Marisa has organized a few unofficial cruising meetups. Después de cinco eventos, La policía se dio cuenta y tuvimos que parar, pero los eventos fueron maravillosos porque vino mucha gente. El bulevar se llenó de muchos carros clásicos y lo más bonito fue que había carros de todos los estilos. As usual, the car she rebuilt in memory of her boyfriend was a star of the show. Este carro significa mucho para mí y para los amigos y la familia de mi novio también. Es una manera muy especial de recordarlo. Today, more than ever, she feels like the lowrider community brings her closer to her roots and brings her joy. Yo me identifico con la cultura lowrider y digo que soy una muchacha lowrider, no solo porque voy a shows de carros, sino porque tengo un carro que yo modifique. Y siempre estaré orgullosa de mis orígenes, de mi comunidad y de mi identidad. Marisa Rosales lives in National City, California. She now works as a social worker for the city, giving back to people who are experiencing challenging family dynamics like she did growing up. This story was produced by Adonde Media's Caro Rolando. We'd love to know what you thought of this episode. You can write us an email at podcast at duolingo.com and call and leave us a voicemail or audio message on WhatsApp. 
at plus one seven zero three nine five three nine three six nine. And don't forget to say your name and where you're from. Here's a message we recently got from Mary in Brooklyn. Hi, my name is Mary. I'm in Brooklyn, New York. And I listened to the podcast about the twins that found each other after 40 years. It made me think of my situation. I was a twin. And my mother didn't tell me until she was on her deathbed that my twin died at birth. And I always felt alone, like something was missing. So I really started crying when I heard their story. I'm just learning Spanish, but um, it was very moving. Thank you, and continue with these stories. Bye. Oh, Mary, thank you so much for your moving message and for sharing that with us. We are very touched by your words and your story. If you liked this episode, please share it. You can find the audio and a transcript of each episode at podcast.duolingo.com. You can also follow us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. With over 500 million users, Duolingo is the world's leading language learning platform and the most downloaded education app in the world. Duolingo believes in making education free, fun, and accessible to everyone. To join, download the app today or find out more at duolingo.com. The Duolingo Spanish podcast is produced by Duolingo and Adonde Media. Our producers this season were Lorena Galliot, Carlos Rolando, Tali Goldman, Paige Sutherland, Antonio Diaz-Oliva, and Ines Ulanovsky. Our managing editor is David Alandete. Our senior editor, Stephanie Joyce. Our production manager, Roman Frontini. Our assistant producer, Carlos Rolando. Mixing was done by Andres Festenholz and David De Luca. Our mastering engineer and sound designer is Antonio Romero. Our sound supervisor is Martin Cruz. I'm your host and executive producer, Martina Castro. Gracias por escuchar.